On today's episode of Open Box Policy, we talk about uh, sharing, well, <laughs> we talk about sharing fingers with cowboys and carnies. That's that's going to be part of what we talk yeah. about. Uh, carny finger in my mouth. Coincidentally, that, that turns into us talking about our public versus private <laughs> persona yeah yeah how how sometimes in private we might do things that we don't do in public or at work and, and then uh, uh, also second coincidentally it turns into uh the problems that anna and i were having when i first moved down to atlanta yeah Devin oh, almost God. got kicked out everybody he <laughs> like, almost got kicked out which is yeah, it, but you know everything worked out great and we're all so happy well yeah, sometimes so happy you have to go through now. you got to go through some strife to what find the other side of the rainbow <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah, yeah. all i'm Something saying like is that. you gotta climb the mountain to get to the top you know what i'm saying exactly yeah mm-hmm. anyway tell us about your relationship problems hit us up on our socials we are on facebook twitter youtube and instagram at obp underscore raw or just don't because we don't want to feel sad about your life so um if you want to <laughs> send us an email obp podcast at gmail.com It's good, huh? It's awesome. It is the first epi- two. Ep- so the first two episodes, we were like, "This is kind of dumb." But then the yep. third episode happened, and we were like, "Holy fuck!" I know, and it just keeps getting. What episode are you on? Uh, we just finished. I want to say the sixth episode. It's the episode where uh, they go to the funeral home, and uh, oh. it's all the whole episode's like a basically a one take shot. I love that. I remember yeah. reading about that before it aired, and it was yeah, it was basically like two long shots. Yeah, except yeah. they they kind of ran out of ideas, and they started like circling around the group, and they did it like five times in a row. And I was like, holy fuck, I'm getting dizzy. Yeah, but do you have you have you seen all like the background stuff you're supposed to pick up on? Um, I so moves, a, a lot. lot of, well, a lot of stuff moves in the background. A lot of creatures and things that change positions. Yeah, like creatures here in the background. Yeah, there's like statues scene. that move and yeah. stuff. It's good. So I, when I first heard about it, I always I was always told to pay attention to the background. But um, so like every scene, I'm not really looking at the character. I'm just looking at the background. I picked up on stuff that I think you're supposed to pick up on. But yeah. as far as like little things, I don't think I've seen. If, if that what? Makes Who's sense. your favorite character? Uh, the chick with the gloves. Obviously. Yeah, by Obviously. far. That was that was episode three, and that was when I was like, "Holy shit, this show's good." Yeah, I love her. Yeah, my least favorite character is the older sister. Sorry, I couldn't hear you over Adam's blowing of his nose. Hold on, let's make sure he's done before you say who. Sorry. I said my uh, least favorite sister, or sorry, favorite character is the older sister. Me too. Yeah. Ugh. Really. I yeah. fucking hate her. Um, here's my problem. I don't like her face. I don't like her face either. I don't know what it is. It's not It's not she's bad looking. Her fi- face bothers me when she talked. And I, I talk in past tense because I watched this like forever ago. I also um, kind of like don't like the way that she was written. But the, yeah. the chick with the gloves, by far my favorite. I think she's almost everybody's favorite that I've talked to. Yeah. 
We um we actually just started watching the most recent season of Peaky Blinders. So I started. Don't Peaky tell Blinders. me about Holy it. Holy shit! Shut the fuck up. Don't, I will tell you that I'm not going to tell you I anything. I just started it. It's I will not bad. say this: Glenn's um dad and stepmom came into town from Australia and they stayed with us for a week this past weekend. Um, Meryl loves binging shows just like we all do and mm-hmm. um she was on netflix watching something and it showed and, and we went over peaky blinders and i was like you would love this and she was like no and i was like listen somebody told me i would love it and i kind of went yeah fuck you but then i watch it and i'm obsessed so she was like okay oh, yeah. i'm not so, obsessed so i walked away and i went and worked on my computer and you know i picked the kids up from school and i was doing stuff and glenn had talked to her about it and then glenn came home and i put the kids to bed and i finally realized she'd been watching it for like five hours and she's like listen i didn't want to like this first episode okay second episode all right third episode obsessed and she went through all four seasons in one week at our house holy shit and she started the new season as we were starting the new season which we've been waiting for like two years for so. yeah that is an unbelievable amount of programming tv programming yeah i, but I just mean, she's retired it's okay she's it's not, not- yeah. It's, it's not great. I, and I'm sure, like, if I gave it a little bit more attention, but when I get home, a lot of times I can't give it How any How far any did attention. you get into it? I'm on, like, episode four or five. Yeah, of the first gotta, season? Of the first season? Yeah. Oh, God. You I mean, um, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I don't I, like... I'm right where they finally get the legal uh, horse racing Yeah, and that's stuff. when it starts getting... I don't like that era of program. I don't. I've Me never either. I've never liked it. I really had to suffer through the first two episodes. Not that the first two episodes were bad, but I just, this is not my thing. And I'm obsessed. And there's well, so many good actors in it. Oh, mm-hmm. the acting is superb. Adrian Brody shows up and freaking Littlefinger from yeah. Game of Thrones. It's just... What ugh. they do... What they do in the show that I have always really enjoyed about period pieces is... Instead of it being 100% period, they keep playing modern music over the period piece. So there's there's a few modern songs that they play over it, and I like that because it... Oh, I thought you were saying that bothered you, and I was like... No, I love that. Okay. No, yeah. I love it because it, it makes it a little bit more fun and a little bit more uh, I relatable. I don't know if you picked it up, but... Every couple episodes, they do the um, opening song, and a different artist does it. And I've downloaded all of them because I yes, love that song so much. I, I like, I, I love do. it. And, and I, I mean, they don't use a lot of music during the show, but I mean, it's it's good. You got to keep it's going. It's not great. It gets great. Yeah. Like so, the, the last like, episode fuck. of season one is really fucking good. And yes. Then, and then from season two on, you're like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah, for, at season two, every episode leaves you like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Some it of just... the fight scenes are really impressive. Uh, I love the actor, uh, Sam Neill, that plays the uh, detective or the uh, like director of the police. Yeah, he's Irish Australian. Guy. He's um, Australian, I think. That's what Meryl said. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yes, he's Australian. In the um, show or in real life? No, in, in real, real life. life. Oh, okay. But, yeah, there's a he's lot He's Jurassic of, Park, yeah. There's a lot of really good actors <laughs> in there. He is uh, Jurassic Park. What's yeah. his name? He's also in the um, Mouth of Madness, who, if you've never seen a great, like, Halloween style- yes, I've seen that. In the Mouth of Madness is a great movie. Who? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is one of my favorite characters. Tom Hardy. In he's show. in Peaky Blinders. He, he is appears awesome. in the second he's in, season. He's in second season and All the way um, the sprinkles and yeah. Oh well, he goes to the third and he and into almost the second to last episode of the fourth and oh, he's wow. awesome. 
I haven't seen oh the fifth God. season, so I don't know if he's in it yet. Um, well, if you finish the fourth, you'd know if he's in it or not. <sighs> I was trying not to spoil it for Adam. God damn it! Why would you say something like that then? God You're not going to spoil it. it for me. Because he doesn't. He Adam doesn't. Does, like, Adam doesn't. He doesn't care like joy in his life. He has he's, given up on Peaky Blinders. Yeah, Peaky he's fucking blind as. Peaky fuck. I'm off the fucking Shelby. <sighs> That guy has Pinky anger fucking blind us. Yeah, I don't God. like none of that. But you would be doing the same. I don't like none of that. None of it just doesn't mean anything to me. I did hear something that upset me. Uh-uh. The um, Breaking Bad. I've never seen one episode. Netflix. The Breaking Bad is incredible. It's incredible. But the Breaking Bad Netflix movie. I know a few people that have seen it, and they just kind of said it's not great. So like, I saw. It's just not good. Here's the funny thing: I saw a lot of people who were diehard Breaking Bad fans tag that they were watching it, but I never saw a follow up like that. Was fucking <laughs> awesome. It was like watching it now, yeah. and then there was never anything after that. Like that was great. That yeah. was awesome. I think it, it kind of pissed people off that it wasn't great. It, yeah. now, it, it was just a story that didn't need to be told. Were the two were the two main I know the hot dude was in it. Was the other dude in it? Are you talking about Jesse Pinkman? Um, I don't know who was who. There's the guy who was a teacher. Yes. And then the other guy who was like his student messy but like crazy hot, but in real life hot, not in the show hot. I'm I'm guessing you're talking about Jesse Pinkman. Aaron Paul. Yes, Aaron Paul. There we go. So were they okay. both in the movie? No, well, or was it no, just it's, just, a, it's just Aaron Paul. Spoiler, at the end of Breaking Bad, Walter White dies. Oh, well, yeah. that's You're fine. such a douche. What if people haven't seen that yet? Okay, well, we'll let's give, go we'll back. Give, when hey, did that show end? 2012? We'll, yeah, And we'll, we'll we find out episode one that he's got terminal cancer. Well, so. well, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you find out episode one, the guy's gonna die. I mean, if we have to, we can give a spoiler alert at the beginning, but yeah, you no, know. we're not gonna give I watched alert. one episode. No, fuck those guys. Yeah. Just like Walking Dead, I can't do either one of them. So, something... Uh, I, I oh thought you were matching socks today. I know it's rare. Uh, it is actually rare. It is rare because I, I get so tired you of trying to find matching. matching socks. I just put you on don't get what, to see it, Devin. But whatever's I'm in here, front of me, don't. whatever's in, people think. Oh, Pants he's so open kooky. Still. Pants open. He's still. so kooky. He's so funny. Where's yeah. Oh my socks. god. He j- Adam lives life on the edge. Yeah, exactly. Like I just Look couldn't at him. find a match because I don't have somebody doing my laundry. For <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I uh, I'm going to start with the punchline. And I'm going to kind of fill it in and tell you all the story. I, I sent a text to you all. I shared. I know. I don't like this. It makes me feel uncomfortable because I have a finger story, too. Yeah. I shared <laughs> I shared a finger with a cowboy today. So Okay. That's like the punchline. <laughs> so can, on, I, can I do something real quick and then you can keep going? I will also say I've had a finger. Oh, f- please don't do this. Wait, are what? you gonna are you gonna say something about a, a finger inside you or something like that? No! Oh my god! <laughs> I was gonna give a punchline. All right. Yeah, do it. The carnies. I had a carnies finger in my mouth. A carnies finger in your mouth. So okay. there's my punchline. All right. Okay. Cool. So, Devin, think of a finger story. All right. All right so cool. <laughs> so think of, think of five. We uh yeah, I am I'm on my way to work and I realized this morning that I was going to be a little late. No big deal. I kind of, I work at a place where we're very fluid, very fluid. But I forgot that I had a meeting this morning. So, and a meeting that I needed to be prepared for. So, I have a very fast car. 
So I'm driving to work in a very aggressive, in and out of traffic kind of way. In his Volkswagen Golf. In a Volkswagen <laughs> Golf, yeah, yeah. I actually didn't notice your car was your car in the driveway. I actually pulled up to pull into the driveway, and I was like, oh, shit, he has a girl here. And then I parked on the side. I almost called him, and I was like, oh, shit, there's a chick here. I can't wait to see who it was. And I got yeah. close, and I was like, fuck. Nah, it's just me. Just you. Yeah, it's just yeah, me. God just damn it. Check my tire pressure, car. please. Yeah. Second husband. So I am, basically. Uh, so I... Uh, I am hauling ass through traffic and I come up to a stoplight and there's like, you know, four or five people in front of me and the light turns green and every one of these assholes just sits there. No one's honking. No one does anything. And then they pull away from this stop sign like they deliberately wanted to go slow. It's just (laughs) it's absurd. So that I am in the left hand lane and there's a turning lane next to me. So I was like, fuck it. I don't care. No one's in the turning lane. I got in the turning lane and just went around all of these assholes. Like, I am not going to sit here and do this shit. I'm going to be Well, you're late and already fucking angry. So I get. Fast car. So you're like, watch me. And it's like instant fucking taneous. When I go around them, I don't go around slowly. I go around like I've got a fucking thrusters on the back of my car. I would be like, sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. Hi. I'm so sorry. Can you let me in? So I went full fast and furious on those cars. A big fuck you. I haul ass past the three or four people that are in front of me. And I think someone in the right lane had seen that I was doing that. <gasps> and they did that thing where they try to block you off. So when I, I when I get around, this asshole comes out of the slow lane and he gets into the fast I lane. I love that though. I'm and, sorry, but I like and it. And he blocked me. Well, he's in this huge gray, like overwrought, over fat, this massive fucking gray pickup truck. And he's got cowboy fucking paraphernalia <laughs> all over it. It even says cowboy <laughs> No less than four times on his truck. We get it, you, you fucking we redneck. Like we get it, you fucking redneck. You're a cowboy. Uh. So I, I, I ride his ass like a growth. Like I was attached to it, and I just. But why? But he, his, his was his truck shit. Or was it nice? My no, point it was a is, nice truck. He was just being a douche. Oh, that's fine. It's not, my, my my thought was like, just get you, out of my fucking way. I understand, but I I thought you were talking about a shitty truck and no. like if you follow like there's nothing hurting him to slam on his brakes than hurt your nice car. Uh, well, but I'm quicker than he is. He's a dumb old redneck cowboy. I'm so quicker than he is. Yeah. I, so I <laughs> contemplated. So here's the deal. I'll admit this. I contemplated going around him, but he actually was starting to speed up a little bit. He was just speeding up slowly and moving around. Trying Traffic, so I can handle that. But so you were like, he's a little bit pissed, but not too But pissed. he's still moving. So, and he did what I think is a respectful thing. He, once he got around the traffic that he was next to, he got his ass over in the slow lane. He hadn't even gotten two tires over into the slow lane before he hung his hairy white hand out and like forcefully gave me the fucking finger out of his, <laughs> out of his Wait, window. How, how much time has passed since he's cut you off between yeah. when he did that? Between cutting me off and we went over a hill and started going down a hill, I would say maybe like 30 or 40, maybe a minute, maybe a minute That's and a, a half long time hold of on to me it. just riding his ass. But at the same time, if you're riding his ass, he's getting more fucking yes. pissed. He's like, yeah. this asshole who I try to basically tell him to not do this shit yeah. is now riding my... I do the so same thing, to be fair. It was it was one... It was almost like a toll booth. Like he, he didn't he didn't like stick his hand out and do it. He put his hand out like with his elbow out and then he shot his arm down real fast. You know what I mean? So it, like it, it was like a fucking uh, like, like a, a drop it was arm. A forceful, yeah. 
It so was a it, fucking force fall. Yeah, and he yeah. hung it out. It was shaking. He shook it at oh, me. Like, can uh, you imagine being that mad about something? So I gunned it, and it got right next to him. And I leaned down into my window, and I looked up at the... He was wearing a fucking cowboy hat, a rodeo vest, and a big rodeo shirt. <laughs> oh, I swear to God. Vest. You know the, God. Re- the rodeo shirts that, that, are, that are really loud yeah, yeah. colors, and then yeah. they have like the patches on them? and tassels? No, 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 no. That, that's oh, like... Oh, sorry, that's, my bad. That that's was goofy too far. shit. No, it that had like... It had like patches on it like for sponsorships right right and he was wearing that thick kind of rodeo vest so he looked at me and he was fuck you and i i leaned down into my window and i just grinned at him and i i held my hand up and i flicked him off and then fucking gunned it and just hauled ass and was like you fucking old redneck cowboy. <laughs> that's the so best shared, thing to do to those types i shared of a finger that is the best thing to do to those types of people who are just like so angry they're flipping you off and everything is just to like either wave smile. at them and smile exactly. or give them a thumbs up or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. That gets under their yeah. skin so bad. When it you, drives them crazy. When you texted us tonight about sharing a finger with a cowboy, I just thought. It reminds you of 1995. <laughs> well, in 1995, <laughs> I was um, yeah. 11. So probably yeah. yeah, let's let's that's walk away. That's great, Adam. That that's yeah. great. You yeah. want to talk about my eleven-year-old sharing fingers? Ugh. Yeah, probably let's not. let's walk away from that before we get canceled. Yeah. So you <laughs> said you shared a finger with a. I thought uh, I've told this story to you guys. Yeah, a carney put his finger in your mouth. Yeah. Why? Um, <laughs> why? Tell me why. That's a logical question. Yeah. No, it was fine. Um, no, it wasn't fine. It was fucking awful. It was the worst. It was, it was awful. I mean. I was uh, 20 and went to my Indiana State Fair, yay, and went on the Shout mega out. slide. What's a mega slide? It's that huge slide that you go down on a burlap sack and it goes, <laughs> I was about to say, you bam. put that fucking potato sack on your leg. Oh, okay, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. So All I right. was dating, I was with my boyfriend at the time, and we walked up there. And I'm looking all cute being 20, you know, thinking I'm the shit, whatever. Give him a potato sack. And the carny guy um, did the whole, hey, you got something on your shirt. And I looked down to go, what? And as I said, what? He put his finger up and it went into my mouth hole. <laughs> and then your I went, oh, and then closed my mouth hole. And then I went, oh, and my boyfriend just looked at me and went, zing. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! And yes. then I went down the slide. I want to start that saying that to Anna. Fucking yeah. awful. No, that's good. That's a good story, Devin. <laughs> was that's it? A, that actually is a good story. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. It's good well, for I mean, you it's guys. Good for us. It's good for you guys. Zing! Devin, yeah, zing! It was like his favorite word of the time, and he would. Yeah, it's you know. God. Devin, you have word. to have a finger story. You have to follow this. You up have to something. have a finger Man, story. Come on, don't put me on the spot like that. Come on, finger. I mean, finger. one time. Yeah. I was at this strip club and I lost my ring inside a stripper's ass. The only thing it was, it was a male strip club. Was it a pinky so. <laughs> ring? I don't have a fucking finger story, okay? I wasn't well, prepared for this. I yeah. do have a story, though. What would you guys do if you come home and open your mailbox and there are cookies from your neighbors? You don't know which neighbor. Would you eat it or would you not? Throw um, them away. Eat them. Throw them away. I fucking I ate. I fucking ate every single I one of them, bro. Them. You're crazy. I guess if I'm not a bad person and don't feel like anybody's trying to kill me, I would 100 percent eat them. I wouldn't if, let my kids eat them, but I would 100 percent fucking eat them. I'd be like, yes. If you have the audacity it. to leave food in my mailbox, or you're so lazy that you can't walk to my front door, but and what if? Them- but what if? 
they did go to his front door, knocked on his door, <laughs> nobody was there, and they were like, no one's here, let's put him in the mailbox, I would eat I would rather shit. them break into my house and set him on my kitchen counter. How is no. that any different than like going trick-or-treating? Really? I know there's wrapped candies and things like that, but Because you- when you go trick-or-treating, the kids don't go up to people's mailboxes, open them up, and <laughs> look for candy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. But you do have strangers giving you sometimes little bags of like candy and cookies and things like that, and nobody's questioning that shit. I'm going to start I'm going to start getting like Butterfingers and Snicker bars and stuff, and just putting them in my mailbox and hoping that my mailman or mailwoman just takes. Let me them. know when that day is. I'm just going to be yeah. there every mail day. I'm going to get a candy. sharpie and write, "I'm watching you" on it. Oh God. Okay, well that went a little too far. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. went. Yeah. But no, luckily I knew the story behind the cookie. My neighbors had like a big wedding on Sunday at their house, and they had a bunch of parked cars in the road, so they were like, "Sorry for the inconvenience." Blah oh, blah that's blah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, nice. But as, as soon as oh, I picked them up nice. out of the mailbox. Now, now you would eat the cookies? Right. Now you would eat the mailbox cookies? No, I would still throw them at their front door. No, you would not. <laughs> you just said it's so nice. I would light those cookies on fire and throw them. Yeah, Adam would be like, why didn't no. you invite me to the wedding? But oh, no, I did I, that today. Think. I did that today. No. We talked about that last time. We were we were like, if someone doesn't invite you somewhere, like, how does it make you feel? Thanks like, for the invite. Oh wait, yes. wait. Who were you? <laughs> the 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 recipient? No, I did. I was pulling into my work parking lot, and I saw these two guys that I'm friends with leaving together. And I pulled up next to them and rolled my window down. I was like, where the where the fuck are you all going? They said, oh, we're going to dinner at this nice restaurant. And I was like, thanks for the fucking invite. And I just tore ass out of the parking lot and was like, fuck you. I mean, that's justified. You're like Joe Dirt. And yeah. also that they could be like, oh, Adam. Uh, they, like, well, that's what they do. I mean, because they're, they're like, I mean, I didn't really want them to invite me. They get it. I'm just fucking with them. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, I'd like to, uh, like the last topic or the last thing we talk about, I want to talk about... Um, your your public persona yeah uh, versus your private or your now, like your home persona before we go into that i need like more detailed of what you mean because i've kind of lost my identity give me your definition of public <laughs> so i've personal. lost my identity but from being a wife and a mother not i'm always. not sure not, exactly I've, what that is i've been around you in quote unquote <gasps> public and you've you're you're a little different. Am I? I would love yeah. to hear it because I don't feel like I feel it. You're or a see little it. bit more polished. You're probably not as profane. Most of us aren't as profane. <laughs> probably and not. I as, mean, probably not as snippy. It's probably not as snippy. And a yeah, lot. And I mean, like, but I've seen you like. I've seen you at home, like in a t-shirt. Like you take a bra off, like you're just sitting there, like in like kind of like get the fuck out of here, Adam. Like comfy, you're just in comfy pants and barefoot, and like all like the makeup's off, the hair's back. But it's is like, that like a? Is that like but, that's part of your persona? Is that your, your physical representation of yourself? Guess, is part okay. of your. Well, yeah. I guess the way I was, I guess when we talked about this over How text you shortly, I well, thought it, I thought it was more a personality thing, well, but I guess yeah. it all kind of that's yeah. part of it. But I mean, yeah. you have to think about it this way: that when you dress up. Or when you dress down or when you dress sideways or however you dress, a lot of times your personality will kind of follow the way you dress. I mean, it's just like a psychological thing. Like if you're wearing a suit, like you have a tendency to kind of be. When I got married, I was classy as fuck. We all know know I'm not classy as fuck, but I was classy as fuck. Neither one of us are ever going to agree when you say anything like that. We're just going to shake our head and go classy as fuck. Yeah. No. When you go and you, we all know I'm not classy as fuck. You have to. You have to. You're not going to catch us in that trap, Jamie. We're not going to affirm and be like, yeah, we know you're not yeah, classy. Yeah, see my death eyes? You have to go, yeah, you're classy. 
Exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We'd be like, no, Jamie, yeah. no. Thank you, guys. You're, you're always, always so classy. classy. That's so nice. Thank you. Yeah, you're yeah. always so classy. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. You guys the best. So it, this happened recently. So this happened. I am. Like you had a per, uh, I had a, a very personal experience with this, and we we all have it. Just just quantifying it and actually recognizing it can be difficult. But I at work, I'm not a whole lot different than I am on the podcast. A little less profane, maybe a little less jokey, jokey. But I go in well, and I train a people. More relaxed, and probably. I, well, here, sorry. Yeah, I'm more relaxed. But I have to go in to train, and I have to go in and like talk to people and do all this stuff. So I went into this training class, and I'm going to give you a very abridged version of this. I'm telling them how it sounds when I'm on the phone with people and how I how some of the, the scenarios will go. So I basically said, imagine I call someone that has no idea who I am, and they don't know Adam Sanderson or your my company name from anything. But I call, and I'm like, hey, Devin, this is Adam with – XYZ, and I just wanted to make sure you're okay. I, I got a referral, and I want to check on you and, and see what I can do to help you. And that person's like, who the fuck are you? Fuck who, off. Who the fuck is company XYZ, and why in the fuck are you calling me? How did you get my info? Who and gave you, you can't my info? you be like, fuck off. So I said that, and everyone's kind of laughing, and, and they're like, oh, wow, like you really take phone calls like that? I said, every day of the week. My people, my employees take phone calls like that every day. They need context. They need to have info. They need to know. They can say, hey, Jennifer, you were referred to me by this person. And then they, it's recognition. They yeah. say, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, Oh, yeah. I have a friend named Yeah, Jimmy. they told me that you were going to call. Conversation's totally different. Yeah. Totally different. So I'm telling stories like that. And there's a few times when I make a joke and I might be like, I mean, you can do it this way, you can do it that way, but I'm going to be honest, I kind of don't fucking care. Like, what, however you do it, and as long as you're giving me your business, I am going to knock it out of the park. So that is about as profane as I was. Yeah. Well, some guy ended up leaving, or some girl, I can't, I can't remember who it was. They ended up leaving this training class and saying that they had found a job somewhere else. Well, it's only natural for us to do an exit interview. So in that exit interview... We already knew ahead of time that they were probably going to find a job somewhere else because they we had an idea because this is a small industry. What's the point of the exit interview though to see if there's something that wrong we can with improve the on program? Okay, something that we can improve on. They brought me up. Never happened before. I've I've been managing for a year. I've been going into training classes for six years. It's never happened. He left and said. Oh, that he, he talked, there was some guy they brought in and he was really vulgar and profane <laughs> and he said all this stuff. And so that like I get talked to and I took it personally. They called me into an office and they Did were like, he name you by name. He named me by name. And Damn. they said that he had complained and they were like, you really need to polish up your exterior. You need to polish up. And, and I said, there is no denying that I should probably polish up a little bit, but I take it personal that someone told me, college-educated, 40-year-old, like, professional man who might use a little bit of profanity, that I'm vulgar? Well, I mean... Like, what are you, a fucking nun? I mean, even yeah. you and me and Glenn hanging out when we're just friends and has nothing to do with work, 
I would never say that you were vulgar ever. We're, we may we, all, we not may vulgar. we may cut up and like cuss, but we are not vulgar. Vulgar. No. Like I've never been like, holy. Did you hear what fucking Adam just said? Holy shit. Yes. Ever. The guy that used to be on the podcast, Josh, he was vulgar. <laughs> I would agree. He was vulgar. That is the definition of vulgar. Yes, that Josh. Yes, my our. Oh, please go back and listen. As a side note, to some of our earlier episodes when we had a different co-host, episode thirty-two or lower. Yeah, it was Josh being vulgar. But so it made me really start to think. It it I've been thinking about it over the last week that I do I have a very relaxed. Uh, goofy, fun-loving, uh, private persona. But when I'm in public, it's it is a little different. Uh, it's sometimes it's staggeringly different. It's more professional. It's more. It's more. Are you talking? We say public. Are you talking in a work sense or let's just in just, public in general? Let's. Yeah, that's Cause true. Because for the most so part, so let's 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 say work then. Okay, I was going to say because for the most part, because yeah, in public, my interaction with yeah, you is public well public mm, kind of but we don't private, really you yeah. know we have two kids at home so a lot of our interaction is coming to our house and all of us hanging out there's not a lot of going out in uh, so-called yes. multiple people public but and here, here's a perfect example of even me having a different persona and i want to obviously i want to hear y'all's perspective but uh in front of jamie's kids jamie and glenn will periodically may like use a little bit of profanity i mean my kid my kid called called his barbie an asshole today yeah, so but, we use it we but use it, it but it's my not kids obscene. no my my kids know that i but, i'll yell at something but like fuck that and i'll be like don't use my words both yes. of my kids know not to use them porter is just three so like today he called his barbie an asshole and i was like what'd you say well, he was hilarious. like he was was like, the Barbie being an asshole? Well, probably to him because he's fucking three, <laughs> yeah. you know? But I was like, you don't use that. And he looked at me. He goes, asshole. And I go, stop. He goes, oh, my God. Mom. I was saying asshole, mom. And I was like, you fucking dick. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I grew up in a house with no profanity. Well, so did um, I. But with and my so household. I don't, I don't use it around your kids very and, much. Well, and me and Glenn use it. But here's the, here's the beauty of it. At least L, she's seven, and Porter also. They both know they aren't supposed to use. If I yell in traffic like those fucking assholes, I always yell, "Don't use mom's words," and they both go, "Okay." But yeah. L never uses it. Or Porter's I'll beat your ass. Porter, yeah, or I'll fucking lock you in the goddamn cellar. <laughs> but, but no, that's yeah. a, I. I try not to use profanity. You do. You do kids. better than me and Glenn. <laughs> well, and, and like we'll, we'll be in the car and Glenn will use profanity. There have been times that I've when I first met you all. When I actually ask Glenn, like, hey, I like, is it okay? Like, I don't want to like use profanity in front of your kids. Like, do you all? And he's like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, that's oh, all right. You know, like, and yeah. I'm yeah. fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but, but even then, you realize, that, of course, once you have kids, and maybe my parents cussed around me all the time and I just don't remember it. Yeah. Because you kids just don't remember, well, it, you know. But yeah, that's true. It's, and it's not like y'all cuss around your kids all the time. But I do. I will. You can turn your persona. It has numerous settings. Yeah. It has front, like front of the class training people. Well, it I has mean, like getting coffee and goofing off, and you know you've, you've been got, to yeah. our house and used. 
even the word shit and you just go like, oh, I'm so sorry. And like we both kind of go, just, you know, it's fine. It's like, not that big a deal. It's yeah. not because we use it around them. So when we say it, they know they aren't supposed to say exactly. it. And yeah. um, rather than a shock value where I grew up, if anybody said the word shit from the time I was born till oh. I was like 18, it was like, oh, <gasps> killed. Dude. She's yeah. never heard those words. Virgin exactly. Ears. That's how it was. I think I heard my dad say the fuck word. Um, the, the fuck, fuck word. word. <laughs> sorry. Say the word fuck. Um, maybe three times in my entire life until I turned about 30. Nice. And then now he uses it all the time because he has three grown children. But like, I That's never the heard them say that. Yeah. And now he's just like, fuck, 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 fuck. So. Yeah. So my tell mom me. didn't care when I was a kid. So, say so what, Devin? My mom didn't care when I was a kid. <laughs> did, she so just called me like smart ass and she didn't care about cussing around me. Yeah. But I, I wasn't allowed to use it until I was like late in my teenage years you so know, that's kind of the had, same like, as reason. me yeah only if i had a reason you know so your did your mom make it clear that if she used those words you weren't supposed to um for or a little just, bit yeah yeah and then i'd say when i hit about 14 or something like that i was able to like you know think about what i was going to say clearly yeah, and that's and, kind uh, of a that's right. a good age for that like yeah 14 or 15 to, yeah. whenever you start driving like obviously you're in control of your words or just going know? through puberty and just like yeah right i mean yeah. my whole thing is is that we're not big cussers in our house me and glenn at all but you know i i get a little bit of road rage but it's mainly yelling and being like, you know, and every time I will say a cuss word, I'll say, don't say what I say. And they both go, okay. And L's seven. And L has not said a cuss word in like four years. She didn't when yeah. she was younger because she didn't understand what it meant. So she knows the bad words in our house. I mean, they're not even allowed to say dumb and stupid in our house or they get a timeout because. Really? Yeah. I, I grew up. Um dumb my my mom um is a special needs teacher so we grew up um being told that dumb and stupid and retarded are not okay words um so both of my kids know that none of those words are okay along with all of the other cuss words now porter being three every once in a while he'll like i said wander off and you'll he'll hear him behind a wall go like asshole and I'll be like, what'd you say? And he'll be well, like, yeah. like... A little golem. Yeah, well, and, yeah, exactly. And he knows what he's doing. He knows he's not supposed to say it. And I'll be like, don't say that again or you'll be in timeout. And then he'll say it again or he'll say shitbag, which I never have said <laughs> shitbag. He just, you know, but... Well, but tell are me... Are they allowed tell- to say sucks? Yes. They There's are, lo- but they're not allowed to say dumb or stupid? Uh, they also they also say um, they won't say, oh my God. They'll you say, all are oh hijacking this shit. Sorry. Yes. Just Sorry. fucking hijacked it. Sorry. Sorry. Jesus fucking Christ, was, you fucking I was, uh, asshole. Focused on the words that Jamie's won't let her kids say. So tell tell me, I mean, you you kind of talked about it. You I mean, I even have recognized that you have a, a public and a private persona like like can you think of anything re- I mean, I know your life's a little different now cuz you're yeah. you stay at home with your kids, but Yeah, that uh, Can you think of anything that you that's happening to you recently where you were obviously putting on uh, like a different face? But here's my problem is that like and Devin might be better at this than me when it comes to that. But like after you have, I've had kids, you really, everything kind of meshes together. Like when it comes to, mm. you just give very little shit to like what people think, what people say, how you're perceived. And I'm sure there's many times, but I give far less my Shits. public persona. Yeah. 
than I did before I had kids because who am I impressing? Like I'm happy at home. I have my kids. I'm impressing my husband. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) um, I just give little shits. You know, I do do things and I, you know, I, I try to act like the proper mom at school and things like that. But Okay, so that would be a good one. So, like, when you're around, like, all the other school moms, I mean, or you're around, like, some bougie kids' moms, yeah. like you you might turn it on a little bit. Well, and that's that's a funny part. Is it <clears throat> L? You're talking to the principal or something. Well, L is L is in a um arts. Uh, <laughs> Uh, kids shit in the floor. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> well, Ellis, Ellis in an art school, and a lot of the parents there are very open to things. Porter is in a Mother's Day Out program at a church. So uh, that's where you it gets. Watch you do. That shit. It's there. Yes. So you, it gets yeah, a little dicey. So, whereas I normally could wear whatever I want, I will actually make an effort to, when I go to pick up Porter, make sure, like, like, I'm not wearing a cleavage shirt now, right? No. But I wouldn't wear this into the church because I feel like I would get eyes on me. Really? Yeah, 100%. Really? Nobody would say anything because they're, you know, Jesus and stuff. Um, but Jesus is always listening. But, you know, yeah. that's, yeah, that's, it's weird. It's all, yeah, it's weird being a mom. You have a lot of judgy people and, then, and parents you think want to be your friend are just being nice people. And then when you're like, oh, let's get the kids together and hang out, it's just dead silence. It's a whole nother social class to be a mom and like have mom friends. It's very weird. I don't really need mom friends, but when it comes to Elle and having her friends, I don't know. It gets it weird. Makes sense. It's weird. What about you there, D bag? <laughs> I mean, God, D bag? Yeah, Devin, D bag. Yeah, I know yeah. who you were talking about. It's my middle name, is Bag. This is Devin Bag. De- Devin Bag. <laughs> you said that so defeatedly. Yeah. Your face. Was it's with like- two G's though, so it looks it looks distinguished. <laughs> right. B a g g. Yeah. Yes, I will. Well, I listen to. But I want to hear what Devin has to say. I mean, so so obviously, like, it, it, what plays a big part in this is who you're going to be around. Like, yeah. obviously, if I'm driving, going to Walmart, and I'm walking around in Walmart, I'm not going to have a very different persona about me than when i'm like hanging out with my friends or something like that yeah but you know like going to work or something like that i mean yeah you, you have to be pc with everything i can't go in there and say god damn it every day you know um but like it definitely depends on the group of people with me do you like think- if i'm if i'm hanging around my friend's parents or something like that obviously i'm going to be like totally you know, different tidy I'll, I'll be quite i'll be perfect word that's oh perfect. my God! You were so delicate and sweet when you came and saw Glenn's parents. Oh, wasn't I? Yeah, you were like, I don't want to eat too much mashed potatoes. Well, I don't want too much chicken. I, I was also, I, I was also kind of, I was tired. tired. I didn't feel good. And I, I look, Glenn, can, Glenn talked about this recently. I, I'll mention this. Uh, I'm actually going to, I'm just going to make me teary eyed. Like, oh no, like Glenn's dad. You know, like he's in his twilight. He's in his twilight a little bit. And like I saw Glenn's dad this time, and even though I love him, and and he's, I mean, I really do. Like I, there have been a lot of times we've been outside. And I was like, man, this he's just a good man. Oh, he's he's a good man, amazing. And which and one of the another reasons why I want to meet your parents. But you haven't met my parents, have you? No. 
God. I haven't had the opportunity to meet your parents. Yeah, uh, you've had like three opportunities and it, you've never it, made yourself available. So come down, like, no, no, Adam. No, no, no. I know, I know. The, I, I, it was, it's been a, it's been a, it's been, anyway, go back. There's go always back. been something going on. I know. Let's but go back to what you you're talking can, about. Glenn's dad is, the last time I saw him, he had, he probably was a little bit more lively and he just seemed kind of exhausted. And his his wife uh, or his partner uh, Meryl is just so sweet, and she's always so kind to me. And she's super intelligent, and I'm super attracted to that. Like, have you ever met like an older woman that you find yourself like, not like sexually attracted yeah. to, but like you're just very attracted, like you want you're emotionally attracted to her, yeah, and, well, just and in, like intellectually and, attracted with yeah, intellectually attracted to her and. Like I, I gave them both hugs and kisses, and like shook Glenn's dad's hand, and 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 it just, I just really, I love like my elders. I love people that are older than me because they can impart so much wisdom. Because they can look at you and go, "You are so fucking stressed," and I am telling I know, you right, right now, it doesn't fucking matter. Right, Glenn, no uh, one gives a shit. Glenn's yeah. dad filed for fucking bankruptcy, like lost everything at one point, right? Yeah. And he, and he built, I mean, and he raised he raised three children, started a new company, and yes. now he, I mean, like, yeah, he's, it's one of those things where, God, you just think like, this is my life now, and then you look at people like him who have popped out, not him, but have had three children, yeah. bankruptcy, start a new company, like live in the high life, and he works fucking hard. And it's definitely um, humbling. It, it is humbling, like but that. they also have so much perspective to give you. They do. Uh, yeah. And I mean, so yeah, I was like super sweet to them. And I mean, yeah, you know, you're a different persona or whatever, but. They were excited to see you. They were like, how bad I'm you over here? Yeah. Well, they're, yeah. Uh, and I like that. It makes me happy that people are excited to see me. But I mean, like, Devin, you were. You went from Home Depot, which was a, it's a it's a really tough transition for me. I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna guide you a little bit. It was a really okay. tough transition for me to go from working in a warehouse style environment to working in a corporate style environment. At like and now you're at Waffle House, and there was a it was a time there where you were unemployed. Going from being unemployed and then getting another job is tough because you get you get set in your ways very fast. So yeah. you have had very recent and very pertinent experiences with your public versus private versus work persona. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of used my unemployed time to kind of uh, reset myself. Like, yeah. of course, there was a period man, of like two or three months where I just got into like a real big slump and I just didn't want to do anything. But like, honestly, like <clears throat> Anna and I started having some problems. This is, the, I think this is the first time I told you guys this, Yeah. but Anna and I started having some problems just because I, I wasn't doing shit, you know? Well, uh, oh, I didn't know that. Did you really have problems? Well, I mean, that's, yeah. is, isn't that natural though? You know? It is. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like one person's working their ass off and I'm just I think it's a natural <laughs> progression that every relationship takes no matter what the extent is and no matter who is the one getting that I mean no matter what every every single relationship has that sort of battle of like you're not doing enough but yeah like, yeah and, and most of it was just the, the situation that we were in you know like I was unemployed I didn't have very much drive at one point to even do anything and i think that's what she was most disappointed in was well, not seeing me like strive for something yeah there's no yeah. there's no you're not taking an initiative right. there's no you, passion yeah there's yeah. no passion well she just wants to know that like she's being supported or you know she's she, she i just, want to do something exactly she just wants yeah. to know that the, that the that the significant other she's invested in is is invested in like a life 
together yeah. as so that she wants. Yeah. I got a so question. that really shook me to my core. It should and, have. And it really made me like reset myself. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta peak my professionalism. I gotta like, you know, start mass applying to, to jobs that, you know, I actually and have a chance better? out instead of like shooting for the stars kind of deal. And is it better now? Oh yeah. It's, it's way yeah. better. Absolutely. Good. I Did mean, she... we're both way happier. I'm happier that I'm working and not doing anything. Yep. Um, and contributing, and, and you sense. guys. I'm, I'm, like I'm actually contributing to our relationship and our life and the house yeah. that we live in. Yeah, you're and having, that makes me feel good. You're having a life together rather than right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good. Did like, she ever threaten to throw you out? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh no shit. Are you kidding? I me? Swear to God. Yeah. Well, I, I think about I, it. Does, I, I moved down here. That does not surprise me because. You and know, I was I unemployed think, like so for love. seven months. Wow. We are so in love. You can but still, still yeah. it wears someone thin when they feel like they're mooching off of you. Exactly. And that's what she felt like. Yeah. I uh, get that. It doesn't it's yeah. not a testament to how much she loves Devin or doesn't love Devin. It's a matter of like, you know, we are living together. We've established this. Get your shit together. Or like I can't keep doing this. Like And think about it. It's like this was the Crazy. first time she's ever lived with a boyfriend. This is the first time I've ever lived with a girlfriend. And this was happening pretty much as soon as we moved in together. Yeah, you're like working. The, she, she was willing, in a sweet, kind heart, she was willing to go 60 to 90 days, I believe. Oh, it might have been 30 to 60. Bless her sweet, of like, sweetheart. Uh, right. Of me like getting on my feet down here in Atlanta. I'm moving to a whole new state, whole new city. Yeah. And like for me to really get on my feet. But then... I stretched it and things happened and like for me personally, you don't realize it until shit really hits the fan. Yeah. Well, know? and you know what? I love you two together and I love Anna, but she is a goddamn angel because I don't think I would have given <laughs> any significant other that amount of time to get their shit together. I've been like, yeah. you get a job down here and then you come down here. But you know what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he could but have. I mean, he could have like, worked for Home Depot, and he like refused to do it. Yeah, because he I wants did. he wants bigger things for himself, which is not a horrible thing. And I know Way it's to not. Go, but Devin. then I got lost. But I would have I much lost. rather had a job and jacked off with that job, and while I was looking for another job, than like going in unemployed. And I, Devin knows this. I told him before he went yeah, down I there. Know, I was but, like, man, I, I feel like you're making a mistake. But isn't the argument that that's Anna probably wanted him to do bigger and better things, so she gave said hey come down here figure out something bigger and better and so this is why i decided to part ways with with home depot i didn't want to move down here and work at another home depot and just get stuck if that makes yes. sense well i mean yeah it takes effort to not i mean get stuck i get stuck when i walk in home but... depot alone just looking for planter <laughs> pots because i i just know that i would get consumed in it and i'm not the type of person to like go outside start a of new that. job yeah. and then and then leave less than six months later yeah so i just knew deep down in myself like if i join home depot when i move down here there. i'm gonna be stuck here and you're gonna yeah. just yeah and that's another two years wasted of my life you know yeah but well, then I mean, uh you know it was you. definitely a grown experience for both of us yeah for sure i'm well. sure i am i you know it's funny i you've obviously never mentioned that before there were a few times well, when i thought to myself say what he said earlier that he hasn't talked to us about this. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just reiterating. Are you? Reiterating like that obviously you've never talked about it before. <laughs> it sounds like you didn't hear that part. No, I heard that. I'm reiterating <laughs> it. All right. We're reiterating. Uh, hey, go ahead. 
Thank you. You don't You're mind? Welcome. No problem. Yeah. Keep going. So what are you talking about? I'm gonna <laughs> Let's say do it. keep going. Oh yeah. I'm listening. All right. You're Go gonna, for it. You're gonna piss me off. Uh, <laughs> so I uh, I think it's it's interesting. As soon as you mentioned it, my first thought was I I could remember back before you started working at Waffle House. There were probably a few times that we talked and I could tell that like you might be depressed or it looked like you were laboring. It looked like something was going on. Because a lot of times I'd ask you, like, have you got a job yet? Have you got a job yet? And you'd be like, no, no. Like He's probably depressed. You keep asking about if he's gotten a job. He's like, fucking <laughs> no, hell, No, he's probably Adam, depressed because his fucking girlfriend, who's got a great job and who's gorgeous, was about to kick his ass out. <laughs> Uh-oh, Adam wants <laughs> yeah. Anna. Uh, That's it. Will you shut up? <laughs> I, look, I, I said this tonight in a, in a work meeting. Somebody was like, Hey, I'm going on my 10-year anniversary. And I was like, yay, I'm super fucking happy for you. And he was like, thanks, <laughs> dickhead. And I, 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 I was, I basically turned around. I was like, can we please all like talk about this for a moment? You're going on your 10-year anniversary. We're the same age. I am single. I have nobody. I have nothing. And I go, you know what's fucked? Is oh that I'm the God. common denominator in all of my failed relationships. And oh. everybody was like, whoa, my God. Then my boss that was, was like, real. my boss was like, hey, that's that's powerful. That's really that's powerful. powerful. Like, shut the fuck up. And he said, he was like, sad inside. Don't get sad. He was like, it's, he goes, I'm serious, man. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that before. He goes, that is the most self-aware thing I think I've ever heard. <laughs> and I was like, yes, you're right. I One day when I was in the shower, I realized that I am the common denominator and all of my failures, that was a very <laughs> sobering moment. <laughs> and I was like, here I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, you know, I'm in middle management. I'm so happy. Yay. Adam yeah. suffers for all of us. Say, well, I do. I, I suffer for all of these. Let's, let's yeah. end this. I'm hot. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweaty. Anyway, I'm glad I was able to open up to you and all of our listeners about Monica yeah. Anna's problems. Look at you. That was nice. Here. Yeah. No, it was good. It was good. It was a real thing that happens to basically fucking every um, relationship, relationship, I think, that gets moving in together or codependent. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. New territory for everyone. Anyway, yeah. this is Devin. This is Adam. This is Jamie.